is a message produced by Shalom Christian Fellowship in Ireland to bless the body of Christ. Beloved Jesus, we are so honored, Lord, to be able to study your word freely, Lord. This is a country that we can gather together, Lord. We don't have problem. There is no persecution here, Lord. And then we can read the Bible in, in this church. We can go with our Bibles, whatever we, we want, Lord. And we are so thankful, Lord, because we can, Lord, stood it. Lord, we can learn from you, Lord. We are here in this place gathered to listen your voice, Lord. And I pray, Lord, now for my brothers and sisters, Lord, that your Holy Spirit, Lord, can come upon us, Lord, and bring revelation, Lord, of your word to our, through our hearts, Lord. We need your help, Lord, to understand, Lord. We need your help to have this revelation, Lord. We need your help to for you to move in our hearts, Lord, and change some areas in, in our lives that is still hurt, is still, Lord, needing our oh Lord healing, Lord. And I pray for you to bring healing today, Lord, to our souls, Lord, and help us, Lord, to change our way, Lord, and to be more like Jesus, Father. In the name of him, I pray. Amen. Amen. I want to start with a question. It is easy for you to forgive people who offended you. No? No, I know. It's not easy. And what do you think is the easiest? To receive forgiveness from God or to for forgive someone else? What is the easiest? Receive from God or forgive someone else? Received from God, yes. <laughs> but today we're going to look a passage in the Bible that even a person that received from God for him was hard to understand. Forgiveness. When we read Matthew 6, 12, it says, And forgive you us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. This is what Jesus told us, that we need to forgive our debts the same way as we forgive our debtors. And then it means like uh, the same way you treat situation here on this earth is the same way you're going to receive from the Lord. There is something that Lord is teaching us here. The more you, you are able to deal with forgiveness here with people that you see, the more you're going to be able to receive from the Lord. And then we need to grow in this understanding. And there is a passage in Matthew 18, 21 to 35. I want to read for, for you. If you want to follow in your Bible, but you can follow in the screen. Let's go there. Matthew 18, 21 says, Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. 
Wow. Therefore, Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owned him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, his master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had had to be sold to repay the debt. Because he could not pay, then sell everything. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him and cried out, Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. The servant masters took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owned him a hundred silver coins, just a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, be patient with me and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man throw in prison until he could he couldn't pay the debt. When the other servants saw what happened, they were outraged and went and told this, their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant and said, you wicked servant, he said, I cancel all that debt of yours because you begged me. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, his master handed him over the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owned. This is how many heavenly, this is how my, my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brothers and sisters from your heart. Wow, this is a very heavy passage. <laughs> because you see, there is a big death, and then he was granted, and then when he saw another one with a little death, he could not uh, forgive that person. Jesus here is teaching about forgiveness, and he used everyday situation to teach us about a spiritual reality. At the time, and that time that Jesus was teaching, the annual tax for, of all province of Israel combined were 800 talents. All the tax of that time for all cities of Israel was 800 tal talents. And this parable, a man alone owned 10,000 talents. He owned much, much more than the, the whole country <laughs> had to pay. One talent, just for you to understand, one talent was the equivalent of about 15 years of full-time salary. One talent was how, mu how much? 15 years. 15 years, imagine. <laughs> so, this guy would have to work for 150,000 years to pay his death. <laughs> we'll never pay. The people who were hearing the parable knew that this was mathematically impossible. 
this guy on more than the entire wealthy of the nations of that day. It's like saying, like to you, that the president of your country called you and his office and demanded that you pay off the national debt. Can you do that? <laughs> Nobody can do that. But Jesus was exaggerating just for us to understand. Because when you look here, we can see that the king, the master in this passage, is Jesus Christ. And when Jesus was at the cross, like that cross of injustice, he said, Father, forgive them, they do not know what they are doing. Most of the time, I think we, we did know what we are doing, but he died for us anyway. We, sometimes we are able to see our mistakes, don't we? But he paid the price for us anyway. In the verse 26, the man, the first man asked for mercy. He said, be patient with me. In Greek, the word used is makrotumason. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it the right way, but it's makrotumason. And this means extension of time or delay. That man was asking the master, please, just give me time. I will pay you back. Do you think he will be able to pay? Impossible, impossible to pay. But he was saying, oh, please, let's uh, postpone this and I will pay you. I will pay you entirely. But what the master said, he canceled the death. He canceled. This man, after receiving great forgiveness from his master, has the falling thought. He received, but he, he said, he thought, I will go charge those who own me. Even though he received grace, he wasn't able to share it with others. So he went after his friend for just a hundred denarius. It was a very little amount of money, but he was grudgy and he wanted money back. He wanted payment back. He didn't understand what he received from the Lord. Like people who do not forgive or are not forgiven, this is what happens when we don't understand the forgiveness of God. We are unable to forgive those who commit little things against us. When we hold grudge in our hearts and we can forgive, we suffer from feelings of guilt and resentment. We live in an emotional prison where we are tortured by all kinds of emotional conflict. Because when we are not able to forgive those who hurt us, we start suffering inside of us. We become sick. Have you ever suffered from that? Yes, we suffer. We, we become sick inside. God is love, but also righteous. When we walk in true injustice, we are aligned with him. Because our God, he is love, he is righteous. And when we walk the same way as he walked, we are become aligned with him. 
And I read this phrase from this pastor called Dan Bon, and I, I want to share with you. We become profoundly human when we are willing to confess that we, we were wrong, that we have sinned, and that we, ne and that we need forgiveness. When we, when we are able to ask people in our family, our friends, we are able to say, please forgive me, we become human. We, we become more connected to each other. This is very important for us to understand. Sometimes we say, oh, I'm not going to say sorry to my, my wife, to my husband, to my children, and then you become proud and proud, and then you become distanced from them. But when you humble yourself, when you say sorry, when you ask for forgiveness, you connect again to your family members. You connect again to your, to your people. This is very important. We need to understand. I want to share with you how uh, sometimes why our mind sometimes is so twisted about forgiveness. There is the worldly way for justice. Like if you commit a crime or if people do something wrong, they are sent to court, right? Yeah. When, they, when they get to the court, they are judged and then if they did something wrong, if, for example, if they kill or if they rob, if they a car accident or if they are driving drunk, they're gonna receive a fine. And some people are sent to the jail because they have to pay for their wrong deeds, right? This is the justice in this world. How works God's justice? How it works with God? The Holy Spirit is the one who convicts us from our faults and our sins. You have a judge inside of you. You have someone that points to you when you fail, when you do something wrong. You feel in your heart, you lose the peace. You don't feel peace inside of you. And then he, he brings this conviction to us. He shows us our mistakes. But one thing you need to understand for you to discern who is talking to you when you feel this, that you did something wrong. The Holy Spirit, he will convict you about your fault. He will never say to you, for example, just an example, if you lied, he is not going to say to you, you're a liar, you're a bad, you are wrong. Like a, you did something wrong, but he not not say you're a bad person, you, you are not good. He will never say this to you. Why? Because the Holy Spirit never attacks our character. Because you are a child of God. Amen. God created you. He loves you. And he will never, never, never attack your character. He never attacked you who you are in Christ. But he will show you your mistakes. Amen. He will bring conviction in your heart about your mistakes. Remember that. But when you do something wrong, you, you go before the Lord and then he, he brings, he, he convicts you about your fault. But if you read the book of Job, probably you remember Job went before God to say something to accuse the servants of God, didn't he? 
Satan, sorry. <laughs> if you read the book of Job, you see Satan going before the Lord, accusing the saints. Because he is the accuser. And he is the one who is going to accuse you. Saying you are bad. You don't deserve God's forgiveness. Everything you do is wrong. You're never going to be good. And he's the one who accuses you. But the Holy Spirit show you your mistake. Remember that. But in the court of God, in the kingdom of God, then we have this guy who accuses us, but we have Jesus who defends us. And he is, the Bible says, he is advocate before the Lord. But he does more. When the sentence comes, saying he, he really is a sinner, he did something wrong. You know what's happened? Jesus take your place, and then he goes to jail. He went once. He went once. He went to the cross. And after he went to, to hell for three days, and then he resurrected. He took your place. You don't need to go to jail anymore. Amen. Amen. Yes. We don't need to go to jail anymore. In this world, when people sin, when people do something wrong, they go straight to jail. But you don't need to go to jail anymore. Because he forgive, forgives you. He forgives you. Amen. Amen. We need to remember this principle. Jesus already suffered for you. After you repent, you are free to go. If you still feel condemned or guilt, it's not God. But sometimes yourself that is not, not able to accept this forgiveness, or sometimes the enemy is still condemning you, and you need to re understand this voice that is coming against you after you ask God to forgive you. You have to rebuke this voice, even in your own mind or even the Satan voice, because he is, they are coming just to accuse you and to take this work of the cross from you. Amen. Amen. Matthew 6 12 says, I want to repeat it again, and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. We have some principles that we need to understand. I believe that God gave us our conscience. Our conscience helps us to, to see good and bad. Amen? Our conscience as is the one who, who show us what is good, what is bad. When, you, when we do something wrong, we, when we sin, we always look for, for ways to atone or to compensate our mistakes or to pay our debts. When you do something wrong, we, we always try to fix it. Why? Because our conscience like, is touched by the Holy Spirit and then we try to find a way to fix the situations. When we are feeling guilt because we made mistakes, we usually, we usually say to ourselves, I have to pay, I have, and sometimes we, we try to, to penalize, we try to, to do something to hurt ourselves. But we need to understand this is not the way that God can heal us. It's not through 
penalizing ourselves. If we, we look the way people used to do in the Catholic Church, they used to, to cut themselves. I remember I watched a movie that the, the, this priest, he was feeling so like overwhelmed by his sins that he, he grabbed something and started beating himself. Because he believed that if the more pain he feels in his body, the more God is going to uh, like forgive him. But this is not true because Jesus did that for us. We don't need to suffer again. We just need to repent. Repeat with me. I just need, I just need to, repent. to repent. Amen. But... We have this mind, we have this mindset. When someone does something against us, we have this tendency to be the judge and we feel angry with others and we say, they deserve to be punished. They should be the ones who pay for my pain if some, someone did something against us. And so we kill this person in our hearts and we take them into prison with the collectors and executioners who accused no stop. I uh, mentioned about the situation. The, the guy was granted forgiveness from, the, from his master, and then when he met the, the one who just on him a hundred denarius, he pay me back now, instead of saying, okay, I, I received forgiveness from God, then I forgive you. And then we, we have this way we treat people. And, uh, and then we are always with this accuser around us and this feeling of guilt, resentment, and self-condemnation. And those accusers, you need to understand, produce conflicts inside of us, stress, and all sorts of psychological, psychological problems. I believe 70% of people in hostels suffer from emotional problems. Because of their emotional problems, they have problems in their bodies. Because our mind is connected to our bodies. And the more we are in peace with God, the more our bodies healed. The servant in the parable did not understand that he had been 100% forgiven, and therefore he went out on charging his companions. When we do not understand God's forgiveness, we are prisoners of resentment, feeling of guilt, and self-effort and affliction. As he felt he had a debt, he thought he still had to pay, and then and he... And then he wants to collect the, the money from his debtors. But the good news of the gospel needs to be penetrate our hearts and be expressed in our attitudes. It's not enough just to sing songs, my beloved brothers and sisters. It needs to be part of our way of living. It must change our way and our behavior. Amen. Grace is not just an undeserved favor from God. It's something we can never achieve by our own efforts and also something that we'll never be able to repay. Let's read together. Grace is not just an undeserved favor from God. It's something that we can never achieve by our own efforts. And it's also something that we'll never be able to repay. Forgiveness from God is a grace that we receive from Him. Amen. Amen. And uh, 
just for us to have some, to check how is things with us. How do I know I'm not enjoying the grace of God? It's when I still move it by feelings of guilt, self-righteousness. I try to please God. Sometimes I don't understand this forgiveness. Then I try to do things to, to earn from God his love and his care. And then people that become very religious, they read the Bible and they pray, but they are not doing this moved by love, but they are doing just to please God. Look God, I, I'm praying today, I'm, I'm reading the Bible, Let, please bless me here, bless me here. This is not, you, you don't bargain, you don't buy this blessing of God. Amen. You just build this relationship. Amen. 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 Also, we can become with people in our relationship the same. We, are, we, we never enjoy the, the, when we are together. We can become like Martha, you know, Mary was there in front of the Lord, receiving from the Lord, and then you say, no, it's not time for that. Let's work, let's work. We have to work, 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 work. And then we never stop to enjoy the Lord's presence. And we need to balance. We need to find this balance in our daily life, enjoying the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. We act like the servant in the parable. We think we still have a debt with the Lord, a, pro a promissory note. We have to pay something back. We do not bestow this forgiveness and unconditional love to others. Who does not understand forgiveness cannot forgive. That's why in the passage we see that he went off to charge his friend straight after his action with the king. Those who suffer rejection will normally reject others. Those who do not receive forgiveness cannot forgive. And those who, who do not receive grace will not grant grace. As a consequence of this, we have emotional conflicts and we break up relationship with others. And I just want you to give you three tests to know if you need to forgive someone or even to receive more forgiveness from God. First point, resentment. Are you resenting someone? Resentment is a complex and multi-layered emotion that has been described as a mixture of disappointment, disgust, anger, and fear. I'm gonna repeat. Resentment is a complex, multi-layer emotion that had been described as a mixture of disappointment, disgust, anger, and fear. Sometimes you come close to someone and then instead of you are happy to be close to that person, you have this feeling of disgust, you have this anger or even this fear to be close to that person. This means that you need to forgive. Do you have this feeling towards any family member, someone that you hurt you in the past? Another point, responsibility. Do you blame others for how you turn out? Maybe you say, I'm angry because uh, that did this to me. 
In many cases, to forgive others is to take responsibility for our own mistakes. Sometimes we say, oh, I'm, doing, I'm feeling this way because you did that to me. Your feelings belong to you, not to your husband, not to your wife, or to your friend. If you are feeling very angry, it's because you are allowing the anger to grow. I'm sorry. Sometimes Mars can do something to me, but I, I can choose to feel angry or to forgive him. <laughs> but sometimes you say, oh, he made me angry. That's why I'm angry. That's why I'm fighting to everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm not well today. Be careful. Be careful. Be responsible for your own feelings, for your own, your own attitudes. Remember, when a disagreement or a problem takes place in a relationship, there, we, there will always be two sides in this story. When we act in a certain way, it's because someone did something. I agree with you. I, but I never seen a person fight with themselves. I don't fight with myself. Like I, I don't make a disagreement with myself. But it's, it's, we fight between each other with someone, with family members normally, like because they are the closest one. You don't fight with someone who's passing by at the street, but you can fight with people that you live, that you are close. But remember, be responsible. You can choose if you're going to allow this anger to grow or you can forgive that person. And there is sometimes triggers. Some, sometimes some names, place, or situations that bring back memories, emotions, or feelings of resentment. Like because you, you, you suffer a lot in, in some situation and like... A, for example, like uh, in my own, with myself, like sometimes I, there was some tone of voice in my house that my father used to talk with my mom. And then it's sometimes Mars used this tone of voice. He's not doing the same as my father used to do to me, but it triggers in me some fear and some resentment. And then I, I, I start feeling some, maybe some anger towards him. But it's, it's not because he did something. It's just because there is triggers in me. And I need to understand what is triggering this. And then I need to separate because this is not his fault. This is something that I have to, to work with in myself. Memories, situations that sometimes I don't, I never understand before. And then you have to understand this because then you are able to deal with that. Maybe you have to forgive your daddy, your mommy, your brother, something, someone that did something wrong to you. It's not because the relationship is with, for example, my husband, but this is from my past, but I, I bring in this in the middle of the relationship. And then we need to learn how to deal with that. And to, to close our time, what the status, just for you to think, of your little black you book? You know, do you have that you book? 
that say, I own you. Do you have, do you know this kind of book you, you can have? Like, I, 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 I own uh, 10 euros to Lucas, 20 euros to Sandra, 30 euros to Marcio, and then I write down in my little book. I think in America they have this book, this EU book, I own you. But in your emotional you book, what is written? It's filled, with, it's filled with names of those who lied to you, stole from you, took advantage of you, raped you, cheated on you, or intentionally hurt you. Hear me carefully. You have the right to be angry because they hurt you a lot. But what was done to you was not right in the sight of God. But do not live into your anger. Release this person in God's hand for him to operate his mercy and justice towards them. And be free to forgive as God has forgiven you. Amen. Amen. You are empowered by the Spirit of God to resemble God by taking the posture of forgiveness. And how can you solve this problem? Forgive and release forgiveness by confession and repentance. Only then we will be, a, will be free from accusers and executioners. We need to adopt a new lifestyle. We must be people who do not work to change others, but the one who accept and love everyone. And the only person you can change is yourself. Work in yourself. The master tore up the writing of debts. He doesn't charge you us anymore. And he didn't give us a deadline of later payments. He's not waiting for you to pay back. You are forgiven. Amen. Everything has already been paid. And as he's freed us from our debt, we also need to release others. Thus putting in action the forces of love and grace. Amen. Amen. To finish, let's read Romans 13, 8. Let no debt remain outstanding except the continued debt to love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. Matthew 10, 8 said, freely you have received, freely give. Amen. Amen. To finish up, I would like for you to stand up. There is a song I was searching to prepare this word, and I found this song. It's called Forgiveness. It was written by Matthew West. And this man got inspired to write this song because he read about this true story. This, this lady called Renee Napier. Uh, had her daughter killed by a drunker driver. Her daughter was 20 years old and she passed away because a, a drunker man was driving. And this lady decided to forgive this drunk driver. And this 
this, this man, Matthew West, was so inspired by this story that he wrote this song. And I would like for you to, to listen to this song. I just want to read the lyrics for you too. Then you can, you go, we're going to listen together. But it says, it is hardest thing to give away. And the last thing on my on your mind today. It always goes to those who doesn't deserve. It's the opposite of how you feel. When the pain they cause is just too real, takes everything you have to say the word, forgiveness, forgiveness. It flies in the face of your pride. It moves away the mud inside. It's always angers on worst enemy. Even when the jury and the judge say you, are, you have the right to hold a grudge, it is whisper in your ears saying, set is free, forgiveness, forgiveness. Show me how to love the unlovable. Show me how to reach the unreachable. Help me now to do the impossible, forgiveness. It's clear the bitterness away. It can set a prisoner free. It clears the bitterness away. It can set a prisoner free. There is no end to what his power can do. So let it go and be amazed by what you see through eyes of grace. The prisoner that is really free is you. Forgiveness, forgiveness. Let's listen to the song. And if you, if, you, if you want, you can sing the song with the, the video. 